Hey everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Cigars and Opinions with your host, Sean. Say hey. Hi. That was my wife. And now... It is time to get into... The... Guard on Patrol segment. Go ahead and take it away, Sean. Hey, everybody. So, it is Saturday the 16th. And, uh, as I'm recording this, it is anyway. Welcome to the Guard on Patrol segment. And, uh... You know... I don't even know. I don't know anymore. Figured out last night. I got another couple months. Sometime in September. I will have been doing security for 10 years. Figured it out last night that uh, it was in September. Remember, that was in September that I got my security license. Back in 2012, after I turned 18. birthday was yesterday. So in the last 10 years of my life I've been doing security. thing I've done with my life. Certainly not the best thing I've done with my life, but not the worst thing I've done with my life. It's alright. As far as I'm concerned. 
got um, got another security officer stories episode for you. might have a fun little story to tell you this time around of my own again something that happened here recently certainly be something interesting before I get into other people's stories, I suppose. it is, I might end up being able to open up something happens at the way back of the property, I'm probably going to be faster on foot. Getting there. Mm-hmm. 
We're just as fast on foot. One of the two. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't ever care much for celebrating my own birthday or anything like that, so I didn't do much of anything yesterday except for work. If I get a gift or anything like that, I understand the sentiments behind it and I accept it. If only to keep people happy. Honestly don't care that much. Myself. I always appreciate the, the gesture. I always appreciate the gift. But. Honestly. those people that like to celebrate your birthdays, you're not going to understand my, uh, my feeling towards it. So, it would be useless to try to explain it, but in my own opinion, my own birthday is not important to me. The fact that I am alive is important to me. And not by much. My life has always been a forfeit kind of thing. If shit hits the fan and I have to die to do something to, to save somebody else, I'll do it. I'm still going to fight like hell. But... My life is only important because other people in my life think I'm important. It's about the only thing important on me. this here and I will see y'all in the main segment
Hello, everybody. Welcome to the main segment of Cigars and Opinions with your host, Sean. So, uh, it's like 4 a.m., almost 5 a.m. on uh, Monday morning. And, um, I didn't, uh, I I didn't get to record sooner, because my phone was almost dead earlier, and, uh, I was on a new app that I downloaded. I can take a couple minutes to talk about it real quick, and then I'll get to this first story of the evening, my own personal story, that happened here recently, as a matter of fact. So, before I get into that, it actually happened during, earlier this week, before I get into that, um... like to talk about this app. So I downloaded this app. It's called Reality. It's a um, app where you make a little anime avatar and uh, you uh, live stream with that anime avatar. And other people can see your, other people can watch your live stream, or you can, um, you can, uh, watch other people's live streams on that app. I don't know what kind of, I don't know everything about the app, but I know, uh, you make your avatar when you first join, and, uh, whether you actually do any live streaming or not, you do still make your avatar, because your avatar is what everybody knows you as. So they see the avatar, and they see your name, and you use your name, or whatever alias you come up with. And, um, you just basically, you just live stream. That's, that's it. Or you watch other people's live streams. Or, while you're watching, somebody can join your live stream, and you guys can literally just, like, uh, your avatar shows up on the screen, then, uh, you join their live, or you join someone else's live stream, their avatar will be up there, and then your avatar will pop in next to them, and you just talk whatever direction your head is facing on your, in front of your phone, basically, is where your avatar's head faces, so if you turn left, 
your avatar's head turns right, I guess, would be the way that would work. Um, stuff like that. But it's, it's pretty cool. It's nice. For those that are kind of shy behind a camera, it kind of helps them, I guess. It's a V-tubing. Uh, virtual, virtual tubing. It, basically what it is, it's a VTuber thing. Seems pretty cool to me. Pretty, uh, pretty cool in my opinion. Um, yeah. Uh, anyway. So, uh, that's, uh, that's what I've been doing all night, practically, since, like, one or two in the morning. I forget exactly what time, but it's been, like, a couple, it's been a few hours. And so I've been on there, uh, messing around with different people's streams. Now, like, the stream I was talking on, or wasn't really talking on it, um, texting, I, I've type to the streamer and they can read the read the chat like if you've ever done twitch or um youtube live you can see your chat the people in the chat can speak to you and you can you can uh see it and all that it's basically all the same thing but there was a person hosting uh There was a person hosting, or streaming, I guess, whatever you want to call it. There was a person doing it, and uh, I popped in the chat and was chatting, and I was watching fights going on between different people in the chat, like, not actual fights, but like anime fights. They were using anime characters and whatnot and role-playing back and forth. And the host, um, Avia, or Avia, one of the two, said one of those ways. I'm gonna say Avia. Was, uh, hosting it. And she was, uh, I'm guessing it's a she. Sounded like a female to me, so that's what I'm saying it is. Um, she was, uh, going, uh, and, and, and narrating everything that the people were doing and talking about. Going, it was funny as fuck. It was just really fun. So, I kind of, I enjoyed it. It was nice. It was fun while it lasted. I felt bad for Avia, because, uh, she, she's sick. She's not feeling good. She's sick. So, felt kind of bad for her. By the end of the whole thing, her voice was hurting. Yeah, it was hurting her to talk.
That is to say her larynx was hurting. Because that's how you speak. But it was fun. Like, like watching everything was funny. And she had a good time. Which, uh, which is a good thing. Be a real good thing. So, with all that being said, the app is fun. It's called Reality. And it's... Uh, maybe I'll... something maybe I can maybe not I guess not well I'll I'll get one late I'll get one after I finish this and and share it in the podcast's uh, description of this episode. Just because it would be cool to uh, promote it. And it's promotion, but it's not a paid promotion. I'm not being paid to promote it. I'm only promoting something that I think is pretty cool. That's, That's pretty much the only way I ever promote anything. If I think it's cool, I'll promote it, but I'm not getting paid to do it. So, um, I was actually thinking I might try, and, uh, was thinking I might go, um, and live stream on there with my Abby. Because you don't have, you don't do it with your, with your own face. Nobody actually sees your own face, they just see your avatar. And you stand on, your avatar stands on their screen and talks for you. And your voice is the voice that they hear. But your avatar is the face that they see. Seems kind of cool to me. But anyway, um, moving on. So... I have a little story about the other day for you. It's not going to be a very long story. It's a short story. It's a long story short kind of thing. So, to make a long story short... I'm doing my patrol. Nothing happens. Nothing. Nothing bad happens. This is around the. This is after the nine. This is at the nine o'clock patrol. My nine o'clock patrol is my last patrol of the evening. 
that night. So nothing happens on that patrol. I'm all good. I go back to the guard shack. I'm sitting at the guard shack. Some guys are heading out the gate. And one of them mentions in passing. That there's an ATV with two men sitting in it by the gate. At the back by the, one of the buildings. And I asked exactly what spot it was. So that I knew exactly where I was going to go take care of them. And he told me, they told me exactly where it was, so I got over there, started talking with, with the guys in the, in the ATV, they were drinking, they weren't on the road, it wasn't really a big deal. What was a big deal was the fact that they were on Distrans property. So... They don't want to leave at first. Guys, um, I ask them what they're up to. It's bird watching. Bird watching in the middle of the night. It's almost 10 o'clock at this point. It's close to 10 o'clock. During the 9 o'clock hour, but close to 10 o'clock. And these guys are, you know, just sitting here. Oh, we're just drinking, bird watching. Really? Really odd place to go bird watching when there's literally woods right over there across the street. And there's literally woods on the other side of the property. Where you're not on property. So the guy says he's waiting for some for a specific person to come up to the gate to talk to. Him. Okay, well, you don't need to be here. You need to move along. So, after, like, probably five or ten minutes, I get the guy to finally back away from the gate and start to go. So the guy backs away from the gate and starts to leave. Acts like he's going to leave. He backs up into the ditch on the ATV. And I'm thinking, alright, this guy's just going to leave, so I'm going to head back up to the gate my gate so I can get ready to go home because I go home at 11 so this guy moves back up I get to the gate and the guard that's supposed to relieve me is on is on site already um sometimes guards like to show up extra early for no real reason Sometimes they have a reason to show up early. It's because they don't have any other way to work except for taking the bus or something. It happens. It happens to, it happens to practically everybody. You never really know when you might need to take the bus or anything like that. Well, I would never be able to take the bus because I live too far out of city limits for that. But... I'm like, I, I need to check on that gate again anyway. I'm going to need to check on that gate again anyway. Because I am i didn't actually see the people leave. I just watched them back off from the gate and whatnot before I went back to the guard shack. So I told her, told the other guard, 
to hop in the hop in the golf cart and we'll both go over there and I'll show you the reason why we pay attention to a specific the specific gate that we were paying attention to the gate that the people were sitting by so we go back over we start to go back over there I see one of the other guys coming up on a forklift to par- park over by him and I ask him uh, I said hey are those guys that were at the gate earlier are they still over there he uh, says yeah they're still there I was gonna get your attention and let you know that there's people over there I said alright thank you so I get moving again we get back over there well I start talking to the guys again and I'm like look you guys cannot be here you need to go you guys are seriously you're you're causing a problem here when you're not you know when you're on a site you're not when you're in on a in a place you're not supposed to be you need to leave so the night supervisor for the building adjacent to the gate comes over sits there starts talking starts talking to me and the guy and uh i think the night supervisor felt safer with the fact that i was there he he explained that later on but we'll get to that in a minute so dude starts talking to the guy it really turned out that the guy was one of the guys that worked there like five years earlier and in a drunk state of mind decided he was going to drive his ATV to to the property and uh, try and find guys he worked with to chat with so the night supervisor and him had a few words back and forth and then um I pretty much stood there as a spectator at that point waiting for this whole thing to to end and the guys uh the guy went on about his business on his own the the people in the ATV went on about their business after that and uh I followed the guy around with the golf cart I follow the guy around to another part of the property watching to make sure they left when they finally left I went back up and spoke to the night supervisor got the guy's name because he wouldn't give it to me got the guy's name at that point and his information and told that told the night supervisor if, if shit like that happens again call the security guards right away moment you find out something like this is going down the moment you see something like this going down you need to call me or whichever super whichever um security guard is on duty at that time just call the guard shack we'll we'll get the we'll get the message and get and take care of it and uh i had to give them the guard shack number in order to be able to take care of it In order for him to be able to call us 
because he they looked for the guard number, but they couldn't find it. So I gave him the number to his own personal cell phone and said, if you have a problem while you're here and it's overnight like this, security's going to take care of it, no problem. If I'm here, I'll be here, no problem. Because I always forward the guard shack phone to my own cell phone. So even when I'm on patrol, I'm going to know. Because you're going to call the guard shack, it's going to forward to my phone, and I'm going to answer. Because I always answer. And, uh, he thanked me. I said, don't worry, I got y'all. I know my job. But, before I went to go do that, I was trying to bring the other guard around with me because she's a bit newer. Um, she's apparently been in security for years, but she needs to know what she needs to do while she's there. And while we already trained her, she doesn't, uh, entirely do her job like she's supposed to. And, uh, that becomes a problem if she doesn't realize that, hey, this is something you're supposed to be doing. So when I went to go get the information from the guy, from the supervisor, when I went to go get the information I needed for my report, um, she was supposed to come with me, and I told her, come with me to, to get this information, come, come with me so you can see the, getting this information, how this whole thing works here. And she looked at me, got up from the golf cart, and said, I'm just going to walk back to the guard shack. I.e., I don't care to do my job. Yeah. So, I just shook my head and, and went on about getting, getting the information. Got the information I needed, then went back up to the guard shack, and got ready to go home, and that was it. That was literally the whole thing, and, uh, after I did that, and I finished my report, I, uh, was already, it was already past time for me to go off duty by the time I finished my report, so I put my paperwork up, signed out, and headed on home after giving her the pass down. Yeah, that, um, that was a fun story. I didn't want to do the extra paperwork to have all the put the police or put put the police on there and all that extraness, so I didn't bother calling them. But yeah, I just told her if she finds out that the guys came back, or if she finds out that the guys come back, or anything like that over this uh, over that night. Just to call the police and have the police ha handle them. 
because that's as simple as it gets. Knowing her, she'd probably called the nine one. She'd probably called nine one one if the police, if she needed the police, rather than calling the non-emergency line, because technically that's a non-emergency. But. You, you can't hold everybody's hand all the time. And, uh, you can only train somebody so far. If they don't know common sense information, then there's nothing you can do about it. I'm not saying she doesn't know common sense information. I'm just saying that, that that's, that's a thing. That's the thing. So... That was that story. I think I'm going to go on a specific subreddit. Okay, that doesn't seem like too long of one. I should be able to get it done within the next... ...30 minutes. Because we're at 26 minutes right now, so... Uh, I stopped investigating footsteps. I used to work in-house for this local family-owned company the first couple floors of their building were open to the public while the top floor was kept secured this is where the cctv room and executive offices were fun perk we were some of the few non-executives who got to use the executive restroom that's a, that's a bonus. 
This floor had two access points, both of which were kept locked. At night, once everyone else had gone home, I could occasionally hear footsteps, like somebody who was walking down the hall, down the hallway past the camera room. The first couple times, I'd open the door and step out to investigate only to find that the hallway was still dark and empty. After a while, I stopped checking and just accepted that it must just be the noises of an old building. Oh, um... This is, um... U slash K3 can is the person that's that posted this. Going on, um, so thank you, K3 can. For a good story. Anyway, I eventually mentioned mentioned it to a co-worker who admitted that he had heard the same thing, but he shrugged it off with a, yeah, I guess it's weird. A while later, our supervisor, who was also accustomed to the footsteps, mentioned that a co-worker, a cocky ex-military dude, was recently told, had recently told him that he needed to be taken off of the night shifts. I started asking some questions and learned that the new and learned that the new guy experienced the same footsteps as everyone else except when he went to check or when he went to check the hall he saw a child entering one of the offices. He followed, assuming that this kid must be seriously lost to have gotten onto, the, onto that floor. But when he entered the same office, the child was gone. I found out I, I found I found the thought of a of this Rambo-esque muscle head refusing shifts because he was scared of a small kid pretty funny anyway I did a bit of research talking to some longtime employees and learned a bit of the history of the site the building has been remodeled a number of times but was originally built about a century ago over that time there had been multiple suicides, one murder, and the death of a child, all on this site. I don't know if that's the kid. I don't know if that's the kid the other guy saw, but the footsteps I heard always sounded so. always sounded far too heavy. To be a child. Regardless, I never investigated those footsteps after that. While I've while I've seen 
and heard some unexplained things before this had always been one of the one of my more interesting experiences since it occurred pretty regularly and multiple other people have observed the same thing anyway i just wanted to share i'm glad you shared because that was interesting First person in the comments. Wolf's BLVT. I, I don't... I don't know what that's supposed to stand for. Said... I had to do a double take. For a, mi- for a moment, I thought I was on r slash no sleep. That was a good story. I liked it. So this next one is a bit long, but it's about it was about the same length as the last one. It says um, the name of this. Oh, defiant evidence. One of the guys that actually mentioned that that actually uh, wrote me a month ago. I, I like this guy. He's a cool guy. Um, I, I would love to share more of his more of his stories. Um, more of their stories. This one's two weeks after I get my pistol permit. About 16 years ago, I'm constantly driving from one side of the state to another between military and security gigs in my home country. I was young, commonly had military items with me, commonly speeding which got me pulled over and visually inventoried by V and T cops after hearing I should get a permit and warned they can they can take my small arsenal with without one i decided to apply it took only a few months i had a week off and i thought it would be best spent taking a border patrol exam and looking at a mortuary and accounting college I arrived at night in my van, planned on sleeping in. I was stopped on what appeared to be a main road close to the target destinations.
just outside of the local city. In the distance, in the distance rear view, a car is creeping along the road and a female is walking a distance next to it. She disappeared. Car scurries off. She disappeared. Car scurries off. I end up seeing that that gal again. She's walking across the road and the same car turns off a turns off a side road, drives up next to her. The gal walks onto a porch. The car speeds off. Young lady looks around after the car departs, walks off the porch across the street. Behind and around my van and down the side road. Obviously, er, sorry, oblivious to my existence. Her head was on a swivel for sure. She headed down a side road, getting darker and darker. The car creeps the car creeps the main road again driving around me and Poland rolling up on her gal stays back from the car squares with passenger side stops her stomp stop stops her foot flailing her hands as she speaks I don't do domestics, but I roll up behind the purple Stratus, write down the tag number, get out wearing light jeans, a dark hoodie, underneath which is my last resort item, set up for cross body draw. I walk up and calmly, I walk up and calmly near the rear, near near the rear driver door and say, what's going on here? She said, I don't know, I don't know him, he's been following me for blocks, he responds by sticking a knife out his window, threatening to cut me, and mind your mind your business the driver quickly starts acting like he's stepping out i said you don't want to do this raising my hoodie slightly the driver buggers off gal is standing stunned with my hoodie back down i tell the girl she has options keep walking hoping he doesn't come back go to the nearest payphone for a ride or she can hop in the van back or front I'll drop her off a block away from her house I took I I took my mili- military credentials off of my neck from under the hoodie put it on my car hood said she can said she can look at it and decide passenger side it was five blocks east she pointed out the corner I gave her the data of the suspect vehicle 
and she got out. I did ask why she's out alone in slash near the city. She emphasized she thought this she thought this city was calmer than her residence in Detroit and her local uncle having some street cred. first guy in the comments i'm i'm ignoring the mods thing because i don't care what the mod had to say about it um not personally anyway there's no there's no personal vendetta against mods but that's not really relevant because it's a story and it was it was about somebody in the security field because he's in the security field relight my cigar. This may not have been him on duty, but it was still a security job that was going on. Technically, there was no actual job. He was just getting his concealed carry, but still a relevant story to me. One of the guys in the comments, and the only reason why I'm reading the comment is because I want to read the comment that uh, Defiant says back to him. Garage Narrow says, as a former soldier in the army, I highly doubt that a you were in, you were in the military. And B, this story even happened. And your and your state may be different, but where I live, getting a CCWP concealed weapon carry or concealed carry weapon permit takes a couple weeks, and just about any non-criminal can get one. It's no big deal, and most CCWP holders avoid getting themselves into dangerous situations 
to begin with. Because shooting is a last resort act. And he replied back with, I'm glad you don't believe it. I only did 10 years in. Plus, as the story elaborates, I was there in a van taking an A to take an A to take a morning test and check out a college. Henceforth, wasn't cruising the streets wasn't cruising the streets to but in other but in other business in other to but in others business and a potential brandishing charge versus a lifetime of wondering I'll risk the brandishing charge happened believe it or not and I, I believe defiant Technically, he didn't brandish. He didn't take the gun out. So... He didn't really brandish. Um, Taking the gun out would have been a brandishing. But it stayed in its holster, so... All he did was show that he had it. Another interesting looking one. I'm hoping that it loads in the next couple minutes here. I'm, oh, nope. It's not gonna do it. Okay. That's a bit of a long one. But I'm alright. Okay, so this is from you slash Wilson Kimberu. This one is somebody who's on duty, as far as I could tell. And the name of it, the name of the thing is, I didn't lick anyone's face. I would hope not. That'd be weird. So, <clears throat> what's up, guys? I've got a new. winery security tale for y'all so last saturday we had two women both aged 40 plus wandering about the winery around close around close time who licked multiple of my co-workers faces i don't know why i would assume it was their way of flirting one of my fellow security officers had witnessed her trying to kiss one of our employees and called him and called him away from her and asked her to leave the premises 
asked her to leave the premises immediately for immediately or at once for sexually assaulting multiple people no one wanted to press charges on her so we let her know she would be she would just be asked to leave the property and nothing further would happen as long as she complied she didn't I got a call from another security guard saying she started becoming aggressive so I raced over to the scene with my boss and other security officer behind me I came up to her and told her ma'am you are being asked to leave the premises at once for sexually assaulting multiple multiple employees either leave peacefully now or you will or you will be issued an official 602 warning she started yelling fuck you and sh- and struck and struck his phone while recording so she was being recorded there was there was the first contact of assault while her friend stayed quiet they didn't leave so my boss began recording on his phone and said and said this is your official 602 warning for trespassing on our property if you fail to leave after I am done giving this 602 warning you will be arrested for trespassing do you refuse to leave as he was saying this I began to move closer to the quiet woman seeing how she would react she didn't move an inch this is how I knew she had become a problem in this time frame most people would start to back away as you close on them she was special after we were done recording we told them we are physically removing them from property and in and into the parking lot to be arrested we officially closed on, closed in on them and started to put our hands up and push them towards the parking lot not forcefully but firmly the quiet woman takes her takes her wine glass and swings back aiming for my boss's head the game was officially on he gets her onto a he gets her into a locked position with her arms behind her back and starts dragging her toward the toward the parking lot she's kicking and screaming and trying to do anything she could to harm him and any of to harm him and any of this while this was a while this was all happening the more loud friend was following behind and was trying to block her from running back into the winery and i was trying to ugh. the loud friend was following behind and i was trying to block her from running back into the winery at a certain point she tried to jump on my boss's back while he was 
restraining her friend. So I got her into restraint to stop her from interfering with the arrest. She scratched the absolute hell out of my arms. I told her I would let her go as soon as she calmed down. She didn't. My boss finally lost control of the woman who was restraining, who he was restraining, and she stopped and she popped up from the floor, started running towards towards her car screaming at the top of her lungs. I'm going to kill you all. So I let go of her friend who was restraining, who I was restraining, and pushed her as far away from me as I could so I could try to grab her murderous friend. None of us could get her before she jumps into her Jeep. She backs out of her spot, turns her car around, and points it straight towards every employee in the winery turns it straight towards every employee in the winery watching she puts her foot down on the gas at full speed and starts giving starts giving starts driving it straight towards us luckily everyone was able to dodge her attempt everyone was able to dodge her attempt to murder She realizes she messed messed us missed us so she turns around and tries again for just the security team. We all jump out of the way again so she makes a run towards the exit while almost taking out an entire family trying to get their trying to get trying to get their car exits onto the main road and cuts off a semi-truck almost getting t-boned she was gone but we still had her shit-talking friend and we told her she was not free to leave she stayed until the police arrived and got arrested like i said none of us pressed charges on her but we did press charges on her murderous friend who luckily was found at her home the following morning uh where am i at her home the following morning and got arrested and admitted to everything we also found out this lovely woman was active duty navy God bless America, folks. Don't drink and try to murder people. Yeah, that's... That's right. Don't do that. Don't, don't do that. So, with that whole story... I don't think there's very much for me to end on. Um, that was something else. It was definitely uh, out there. And, um, yeah. We're just going to go now to the 
um, outro, I'll uh, go into more information, or I'll go go into I'll go into my normal outro stuff after I, I get there. Uh, give my opinions and all that. Alright, you guys have a good one, and I'll see you next time. Here's the outro. Hello, my party people. It is the outro. I know I probably haven't been calling y'all my party people this whole time, but uh, you're still my party people. While waiting for the main segment to load and go on through, I decided to go on reality and get the get a URL for you guys in order to join it. Now, the URL should go to the app, the app store, for you to download it. It should also go to show you my name on there is Dante with an A-E at the end instead of uh, just D-A-N-T-E it's D-A-N-T-A-E and uh, that's my usual online handle um, so it, it should give you um, the ability to add me as a friend right then and there um be able to find me on there I I might use it and try and live stream I'm thinking I'm going to after I finish this so we'll see but the stories man those stories were awesome I liked them um except for the first one I didn't really like that so much that I had to deal with the beep but um yeah, those guys were, they were alright people. One of them didn't say anything, he just sat there. And the other talked. And, um, they weren't assholes or anything like that. They were just drunk and whatnot. But, uh, they didn't act like assholes or anything. I was trying to be cool with them. They were, you know, trying to... One of them wasn't even saying anything, so I can't say anything about the guy, you know. But the other guy, he was... He, he wasn't exactly being... Uh, 100% uh, compliant with me. But he didn't... Part of living on a main highway. Anyway, they weren't... He wasn't exactly being a... Uh, belligerent person. So I i can't say that he was being rude or anything. He just wasn't being 100% compliant. Which 
you never expect people when they're drunk to be 100% compliant with you because they're drunk. Um, even police officers have issues with people that are drunk. And I'm not saying that from experience because I've never been a police officer. But I've known enough of them and I've talked to enough of them to know that they don't exactly enjoy dealing with drunk people. Or at least the ones I spoke to didn't. Regardless, the rest of the stories were pre- pretty, uh, pretty cool. I uh, did, I did enjoy them. Um, one of them wasn't entirely a security thing, cause he wasn't exactly on duty or anything like that. But with these stories, when you're reading them for the first time and you're reading them online. You're just narrating right away. You're not actually looking too far into the story. To find out if it actually is that person on duty or not. It's kind of a hit and miss. Hit hit or a miss. Regardless, good stories. I liked them. And quite frankly... Um, I'd, I'd love to read more of Defiance stories. I just might message him and and ask, like, on a normal basis, like, if I can beforehand. I don't usually look for... I don't usually look for the stories beforehand, so... Again, you know, it's just kind of, if I find one of his stories, I'll read it. Kind of thing. Or... I could literally just read from his profile the stories that he's posted. Which I might ask him if I could do that. I might ask him if he'd be okay with me doing that. Anyway. Um. Yeah. So. If you feel like it, check out. Check out, uh. Reality. It's a good app. So far. I, I downloaded it a couple... A day or so ago. While I was on duty. And, uh... I like it. I like it so far. Alright. You guys have a good night. Or a good day. Or... What have you. And I will see you next week. With another, uh... Episode. Have a good one.